Welcome back to five more minutes. I told you I was going to stick with it. We'll see if I make it to the end of the Bible in about six months. The next book in the Old Testament is Obadiah. Obadiah means servant of the Lord or servant of Yahweh or one who serves Yahweh. It is just one chapter long, and as is often the case with the prophets, it is referencing something general and specific, both a problem generally, which is injustice, oppression, violence, especially the violence of nation upon nation, and injustice specifically. It is quite clear in the book of Obadiah that uh, the nation of Edom is the target of the prophecy of um, the Lord's wrath, of the day of the Lord coming upon them. The day of the Lord is strict and fair and addresses previous wrongs, injustices, violences. So in 586 BC, um, the nation of Babylon, incredibly gruesomely besieged and then exiled most of the nation of Judah, the southern kingdom of Israel. And the Edomites cheered as they were doing it and even participated some. If you read Psalm 74 and 79 and 137, they give you kind of a progression of the songs of the people of God as their temples and their children and their armies and their homes are destroyed and desecrated. And in comes Obadiah to pronounce judgment on the nation of Edom for attacking its neighbor. Edom is a descendant of Esau, and so often, and so Obadiah will use the language of Jacob and and Esau, who should have supported and encouraged one another, and instead were enemies. When you get to verse 16 of Obadiah, it begins to look better for the people of God, reminding us again and again that God will restore his people. Part of his judgment is both redressing wrong and violence. It is also restoring his people. And all the nations, as you have done, it shall be done to you. Your deeds shall return on your own head, which is why I say that God's justice is strict and fair. Verse 16, for as you have drunk on my holy mountain, so all the nations shall drink continually. They shall drink and swallow and shall be as though they had never been. Comprehensive justice. Then in verse 19, it says, Those of the Negev shall possess Mount Esau. Those of Shephelah shall possess the land of the Philistines. The exiles of this host of the people of Israel shall possess the land of the Canaanites. And the exiles of Jerusalem shall possess the cities of the Negev. Saviors shall go up to Mount Zion to rule Mount Esau, and the kingdom shall be the Lord's. The word of the Lord to Obadiah not only pronounces judgment on Edom, pronounces judgment on all nations that practice injustice, which is all nations. It then assures us that God will take up his rule over the earth. Judgment for God's covenant people has already happened in the exile. Judgment for the nations is happening, and he promises that he will restore his people. As is the case with texts like this and all their implications, we wonder why he waits. 
And we turn to other books of the Bible and know that he has plans and purposes. And those include people hearing the gospel and the ever sanctification of his bride, the church. But more important to Obadiah is the ability for us to hear and even rest in the promise that God is a just and fair God. And eventually that will roll over the earth. And God never forgets his people and will restore their fortunes. <laughs>